Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you from the U.S. Coins and Jewelry Studios in Houston, Texas, the Duncan Brothers, Kenny and Matthew proudly present the most valuable audio you'll ever hear. It's time for the Coin Shop Podcast. Hey guys, Kenny Duncan Jr. back with another episode of the Coin Shop Podcast. This is our post-ANA show, so we are going to keep this one short and sweet just to give you guys some of the good, the bad, and the ugly from the show alongside here with Matthew Duncan and also our special guest, which I will introduce here in a minute. Um, we were awarded the presidential award from Ralph Ross, the president of the ANA, and um, what an amazing honor it was. It was something that took me, it took us uh, collectively by surprise, um, but it wasn't something that I can sit here and take credit for. Um, this is something that was grounded and had been working on or, or had been we had been working up to this award or receiving an award like this for doing many, many years worth of work. And one of those persons or actually the person uh, along with my other uncle, Johnny, um, who helped in numerous ways and ways that that he'll be able to explain more. Our guest is my uncle, Dan Duncan, and we are excited to have him here. So maybe you can give us some shed some light on what the presidential award was really meant for. Sure. So Ralph Ross, the president of the ANA, um, has been a friend of the company since it, its inception, really. He was a school teacher here in Houston teaching at Clements High School. And uh, I used to go out and speak with his coin club and do career day. He always wanted a numismatist at the coin club uh, at the career days. Um, he worked actively with the local clubs and uh, Johnny, uh, my brother, your uncle, uh, worked with him on scout programs and different uh, collector youth group stuff. Um, and your father has for 30 plus years donated annually to the ANA sponsorships and direct donations. Shout out to um, Uncle Johnny, by the way. We love you. Yeah, yep. he's awesome. Love you. Yeah. And um, the... Uh, the groups that um, you know we always helped um, fed the uh, fed our business in a lot of ways, but we did it because we all recognized that the need for our industry to constantly create collectors from the next generation. And I think the beauty of the award is, is that you guys, as the next generation for us, carried on that tradition of uh, supporting the local groups and supporting the local clubs, um, not just the ANA, but um, in particular the ANA. Um, and, and that pays off in dividends that don't always show on the balance sheet. Yeah. Um, but it pays to be that. The, the, almost every coin shop or coin company has a list of uh, alphabet soup across the bottom of their website. <laughs> Very few utilize those organizations to their benefit. And, um, I think that's something we should talk about. Yeah, no, you see a lot of them that, that'll just put it down there. And, and I guarantee you half of them don't even know what they do or what they're, what they're meant yeah. to be or what they're used for or how they help the community or the numismatic community or help protect a collector, uh, vice versa. Um, 
so yeah, so I think it is important, especially for local dealers, uh, local coin shops who are looking to grow their business, um, to understand what these, you know, um, sure. what these organizations are. And well, you have so many different clubs that it gets sort of confusing. And and I think for a lot of um, uh, shop owners, and we know it takes a lot of time, a lot of your personal time to run any business. A coin shop is a you know, it's a twenty four hour job. Yeah. Um, you, the local clubs give you an opportunity though, to touch, touch base with collectors. Um, if you make your local club strong, they generate the grassroots collectors. They do that work for you. They're the first stop for collectors, young and old to, um, get into the hobby and share their stuff. Yeah. Um, it is, um, those groups that create collectors. It is those groups that, uh, nourish them. Um, you have those local groups. Um, they often do local shows that may not be beneficial to you. Uh, they are for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and that is, uh, that, that grassroots, uh, expands out. There's national groups like the PNG and, um, a and a and a and s and different club groups but each of them has a purpose and it's important that we use those as dealers to further the industry um the one i personally have a uh, affinity for is the icta or national coin and bullion association um, it's the only national group that works with uh, the federal government and locally in uh, state fights against tax legislation um, or, um, you know, uh, they were responsible for getting silver bullion put into IRAs, uh, different things like that. And, and it, it's a lot of meetings and it's a lot of talk and a lot of stuff, but it is what drives law. And um, they have helped us in Washington state beat uh, sales tax, you know, three times in the last decade and at least five in, in the last 20 years. Which you were a major part of, right? I, I was a part of that. And uh, and you, we use the local groups by pulling the local groups together and our connections with those to get all the collectors in the state to contact the government, you know, ultimately, regardless of what side of the political aisle you fall on, they want to do what gets them reelected. And if <laughs> enough of their constituents say, yeah. hey, yeah. we yeah. don't want tax on bullion, right. bullion, um, th th they'll vote that way. Uh, generally, yeah. what happens is it gets knocked out of committee. Hey. Um, but there's only, um, and we'll have to check with ICTA, but there's only... I think now only 11 states that charge tax. Um, all the other ones have some sort of tax relief on that. But they, I, I, I di di digress because the groups, the other groups are equally as important. Um, the ANA is important to us because uh, it is the largest coin group in the country. They host two major shows a year. Um, they have an arbitrary an arbitration um, to help dealers, you know, fight out uh, legal issues without going to actual court. They do, um, they just do a tremendous amount for the industry behind the scenes, not to mention, you know, they maintain a incredible museum. Cool. Yeah. It's, um, 
it, it's 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 kind of cool to see some of these things in action you know so when you know the houston coin club comes to us and, and ask us you know guys can you help support you know in this way in that way um we're always you know more than happy to i think you deal with them a lot yeah um you know we've they've asked us to come and speak at some of their events and obviously we're happy to go to do that um matthew actually spoke at one children auction yeah yeah, yeah. recently and i think matthew did a children's auction um and you know sometimes it's something just like can you buy the lanyards or can you buy you know it's yeah, something that sure. they ask and whatever yeah. can that can you support some of the the things going in auction can do you have any right yeah, yeah. and we're always uh we're always here to answer the bell yeah, um for sure and you know honestly we probably could do more um and maybe we should do more yeah i think right. everyone can do more yeah um but doing anything is better than nothing there you go yeah, it speaks um, and, and, and for a local sh club to be strong, and the Houston Coin Club is a pretty strong club, um, they need that type of support. Yeah. Um, and yeah. if you're in a uh, small town or um, uh, your city doesn't have a local club, there's always regional clubs. Here in Houston, we have the Houston Coin Club. We have the Texas Numismatic Association. Um, in Washington State, we have uh, the PNNA, which is uh, Pacific Northwest. It's you know, the three different states and um, those groups all work. Uh, they all work for themselves in a way, but they all have things that are their goal is to communicate and deliver content and um, to help people collect. Yeah. Um, and it's what we do ultimately. I mean, we all love watches and we all love these things. But for me, coins are the base and they're my number one collectible. Yeah. And I join, uh, I'm a life member of just about every group I possibly can. I I, I work, um, I spoke with a, a lot of, all right, let me get this right. The, a lot of the, um, a lot of the major clubs have undergone some sort of facelift over the last decade. Um, I spoke with, um, I spoke with the, um, Larry Shepard at the show about central states and the guy that runs the magazine and actually um, is president of the club came over and spoke with me about how um, that leadership has shown an increase in interest in their show and all of this stuff. Really? And it, because it is a two way street, but central states has realized that they're, they were stuck in the 90s and they are trying to, they're revamping their magazine. They're redoing all these things, you know, a better website and all this stuff. The clubs are upping their game. And as dealers, we all need to up our game and support the clubs that are bringing the collectors in um, because ultimately those are the guys that end up buying the watches or end up collecting comic books or maybe right. they are the comic book collectors yeah. or whatever you're They're the guys that come for. in the store once a week. Yes, right. they're the Mixons of the world. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The right. John Mixons that come in, they're yeah. active in the in the clubs and and uh, yeah. at the but end of the day, that's that's the, buy on something on the website once a week. Yep. You know, you see the yep. same names over and over again. Sure. You know, and it's dribs and drabs, and it's you know that's great. That's what you want. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't having expensive. You know, having high net worth customers is great, but it's also great to have those guys who who believe in what you're doing. 
and, and, and like you for a company and like you as a person and want to do business with you. And if it's, you know, a quarter ounce Eagle or a, you know, a, a Kookaburra uh, or whatever it is, it's cool to see that name over and over again. Cause you're like, wow, this guy really believes, you know, in what we're doing. And that's, well, it, those clubs, those clubs cultivate people. And, and it's, I, I spoke in 91 at uh, one of Ralph's things. And one of the girls there, Ralph Ross, the president, Ralph of the Ross, the president of the ANA, right. was a school teacher. I spoke at his uh, one of his club meetings. Um, one of the girls that was in high school back then is Ginger, and now sits next to your dad and wow. works full time yeah. for us. Been yes. with us for seventeen years now. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But wow. that relationship grew from Ralph Ross's coin club. Wow. A little high school coin club. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I have awesome. a, I have a thank you note from them and it's signed. Really? By Ginger from That's high school. So wow. cool. Yeah. Ginger. Do you, yeah. you know that? I didn't, I had no idea. I didn't know that. Was one I of, know she was part of the coin club. Ginger was one yeah, of Ralph active. Ross's. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I didn't know that she was part of Ralph Ross. That was yeah. a Pasadena coin club. I think she was a part of was it. I think so. I, I think so. I think that's what she told me. I could be, could be off a little bit off, a little off base, but. Well, I believe she's the, from Pasadena. Though. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's, so I think so it was Pasadena coin club. Yeah. Um, yeah, but you're right. These coin clubs and, you know, shame on me for not going to more of the, of them. And I think really the COVID thing, we were really building some steam and then COVID mm -hmm. and then with, you know, the median age, you know, the, obviously the clubs are not popping <laughs> yeah. with COVID going on. Yeah. Um, and uh, believe it or not, they still had a couple coin shows during that time. Uh, the Houston coin club, we talked about this before, um, had its show at George R. Brown. Yep. Heritage had an auction. It was a bigger deal. Yeah. And then, you know, things kind of downsized and moved to Conroe. Um, still actually a pretty decent show, believe it, it or not. Um, yeah. It's just you're not catching a lot of national dealers show up. But I will say, I, I think every year you see 10 to 15 percent more, more tables. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's of national dealers starting to go, hey, wait a right. minute. Maybe business can be done here. Um, you know, let's take this one a little bit more seriously. Um, but we've made many, um, we've had many conversations with the Houston Coin Club about, you know, how can we help beef right. it up to get, you know, some more attention here. But it's the time of the year. It's there, There's a lot of things that, yeah, yeah. that flow into, you know, make, making Tom the ball. right But let's talk about the ANA though. So that's what we are talking yes. about. Um, yeah. So the ANA um, was was very you know busy for us coins and for us coins and jewelry us coins online the us yeah. coins family was very busy yeah um saw a lot of two-way action um sold a lot of coins we bought a lot of coins there were some nice coins on the floor yeah. um i think a lot of people were anticipating auctions this week that are coming up and that are happening actually probably as we speak yep um but it was still active on the floor um like I said, it was busy for, yeah, it was you know, busy from yeah. when yeah, we brought I got there until I left. It was nonstop. Yeah. Pretty much. I was beat. Yeah. It was good. It was good to finally meet some of the, some of the faces that, uh, that we've been speaking to on the phone. Well, that's, right? a, that's a good point. So, you know, you go to these coin shows a lot of times and, 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 I, and I'll be the first one to admit, I'm not really like, I don't like, I'm not a big, like, Hey, let me go introduce myself guy, yeah. but that's something that I need, you know, to get better at. But I think it's for smaller coin dealers, the coin, coin shows are great opportunities to meet 
you know, yeah. dealers that you might end up doing a million or two million or X a million dollars uh, worth business. of business with next yeah. year, just based on a relationship that you create there at that coin show. Sure. And um, that's something that, you know, believe it or not, it took me a long time to realize, you know, yeah. because sometimes you get so focused on your work yep. and what you're there to do that, you know, you don't step out of the aisle and go and or you see your buddies, but, you know, spending yeah. time with your buddies and rehashing, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes of what's catching up. You know, that 15 or 20 minutes could be out there hustling, meet new people. And I think we that was something that we've done for the first time is actually get out there and we had some meetings lined up and it was it was busy. We had a good, yeah. very productive show. Um, sold some watches, sold some currency. Yeah, right? yeah, we did. We, we sold did. our entire watch case. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, so we shipped more. <laughs> shipped more for the day. That's we, the first, actually. Yeah. But yes. They just bought our entire watch case. Yeah. Literally, just... Everything. Well, Tried, just, they bought the watch off of yeah. my back, out of my back. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, I think that's that's why you you bring, you know, a little bit of watches. You bring some currency. You bring coins because you're gonna do well, all sorts of business. If you have the revenue stream, of course. If yeah. you have the revenue, one hundred percent. Yeah, be there. Right. Yeah. yeah, and you know, shows are a great place to to um, move some of that stale inventory. Um, and and like you said, you can connect with people you don't normally do business with. You know, yeah. a lot of times I yeah. look at a sale at a coin show and I say, "Well, could I have done that from the office?" Yeah. And nine out of ten of them, no. I mean, those are sales that don't happen from the office for whatever reason. And a lot of it being, you know, the person you see at the show that you sell a coin to isn't the person you call and say, "Hey, I've got an O1P dollar." You know? I agree. Yeah. yeah. You you put seven or eight boxes or three boxes or two boxes in front of somebody. And, and, and in another way, at to, to touch back on the club thing, um, while I was at the show, I had a number of members of people at that are from the PNNA, Pacific Northwest Numismatic Association, that stopped by to talk to me um, that I had met through the clubs. Cool. Um, but they're at the show, they're serious collectors, and they come out and... You know, and it is a way that uh, that sort of pays off. Uh, they didn't buy anything from me, but I knew I know them from those clubs. And, and those are relationships that may never pay off or may pay off in spades. You don't know unless you go. Got to go. Yeah. Got to go. Yeah. Even if it's, you know, just jot down a couple well, and on you the touched, calendar. Yeah. And, and you touched on meeting people. Um, and it's a great place to meet somebody and still stay at your own house if you... You yeah. go to the local show, sure, you go exactly. to the local club, you, you know, you're done by nine, you get home, you've done your due diligence and you know, you might've met your new best client. Yeah. 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 No, it's crazy. The amount of people just in our own city that are big collectors that don't even grace us with their presence at our yeah. shop. And that's because we hadn't done that groundwork. You know, yeah. we hadn't gone to the meetings and shook hands and sat there and, and listened to their barber collection or, you know, whatever collection they mm -hmm. were trying to build at the time. And, mm -hmm. you know, we took zero interest and shame on us, yeah. you know, instead they buy coins out of auction or do something like that. And, um, you know, so that's, you know, something that we talked about before is that we need to be a lot more active. And I think yeah. this award, um, getting an award like this was, such an out of field, especially to U.S. coins and jewelry. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I see Kenny Senior U.S. coins gets lots of awards, right? For because he's, you know, right. but for it to come to us, 
you know, I thought was really, really special, but I know that just the small five or six years worth of work that we had done had, had just added on to the 15 or 20 years that Danny and Johnny um, and Kenny obviously had put into it prior. Sure. And it was just like Danny said, you know, we kind of kept tradition alive anytime Ralph needed something or anytime the ANA needed something or anytime, honestly, anytime any of these guys need something, we're, we're there, there. Yeah. you know, and it's just, it's just no no questions asked. We just yeah. do it, you know? Yeah, we're glad to help. If it's going to help the community, I mean, it's going to help the collecting move forward, and it's going to help, you know, uh, the next generation, we're in. Yeah. Now, that's not a free pass to come and hit us up for everything. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, we do feel, I mean, I do feel, uh, you know, responsible. I, I yeah. mean, I want to see this. I want our children to be involved in this. Yeah. This is yes. something that, you know, it's a yeah. passion. If you're running a youth program, just bring it. Yeah. yeah. If you're, if yeah. you're running or yeah, there you go. So if you are running a youth program, it's valid, bring it on because man, we're going to load your little red rider with <laughs> whatever you mm-hmm. got <laughs> Yeah. because we're all, we're all about truly, truly no strings attached and just really, truly trying to grow the hobby and just make it more aware because I'm telling you, there's a lot of the kids that do come in here. It's amazing. Yeah. They love it. Oh, they kids, love it. I mean, they come in every yeah. weekend. I mean, what's the uh, the little guy with the looks like uh, uh, was a little Leave It to Beaver kid comes yeah. in? I yeah. mean, that guy is awesome, and yeah, he brings he... his dad and his brother in. They come in, and he's like, oh, he gets the whole family into. It. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's usually just... the fan, the the older generation that get the younger kids in. Yeah. No, this... he he's doing it backwards, and he wrote me right. a note. It's on my it's it's on my pegboard behind my desk. After I gave him, I think I gave him a silver dollar or something. He came in and he had enough money to buy. I think he bought three Barber Dimes to for his, he needed a date. So I let him search our bar, Barber Dime bin and I gave him like a, a really cool silver dollar yeah, just because, you know, mm-hmm. and he wrote me this cool little letter in his own handwriting, you know, thanking. Cool. And yeah. I was like, Jonah. Yeah. And I was like, wow what a cool little kid, you know, um, you know, he's going to be one of those, Mm -hmm. you know, guys we were talking about the other day, you know, he's, you know, 15 to 18 year old millionaires in the coin business who just, who just figure it out, who connect the dots. Yeah. Just connecting the dots. Right. Bam, bam, bam. And then, you know, gone. I'm going, I'm going to an ANA. I'm going to buy up this. I'm going to do this. Now things are a little bit different these days, but still, you know, get my, get my drift. So yeah, the, the clubs are important. Um, highly recommend, um, involvement in those, you know, trying to make yourself, make, make yourself available. Also speaking to myself, me making myself available to, to these clubs. Yep. Um, and we have done that. Uh, we will continue to do that and we will try to think of new inventive ways to be a part of it and other ways of just writing a check, you know, writing a check is fun and it's nice and it's exciting and people do do appreciate it, but it's like, what's the true involvement? You know, how can you really try to, you know, stroking a check sometimes is the easy way out. I hate to say that, but what's the involvement kind of like you going and sit in front of uh, going into I don't know Senate or where, wherever you, I mean, you actually did the work, the legwork. You actually sat there, the grueling hours uh, listening to, you know, how the stuff, you know, right. So you're talking about um, us beating the tax sales tax in Washington right. state. You actually did it. We yeah. did it um, multiple times and it wasn't me. It was a group of uh, dealers getting together and using our con- connections with the groups to contact everyone in the state right. and Oregon and Idaho. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of help from ICTA. We had uh, 
some help from a few other national hard asset groups. And then what is it just for everybody? What is ICTA? ICTA, well, it's no longer ICTA. It's the National Coin and Bullion Association. Okay. And it is our industry's only... Is that Brush? Who's the president of that? Uh, John Brush. Yeah, gave his Brush, right. Yeah. Um, David Crenshaw is the coordinator. I'm not sure what his title is. But, right. Um, Brush is the president currently. Okay. And uh, to me, it is, uh, it's not cheap, but and uh, it's hard to see the paying it um, because you don't really see anything, but they are the group that will help you with your AML plan. They are the group that will help you if uh, you have any tax issues or um, are curious as what is the sales tax in Nevada? What is the sales tax in New Jersey? Um, do I charge the sales tax? That's the local sales tax, or do I charge the state sales tax? And these are the kinds of questions that they can answer for you. And if they can't, they point you in the right direction. Right. They, they do have an AML plan um, that you can use. Um, and uh, that's anti-money laundering. If you're a dealer and you don't know what that is, you do yeah. need to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please have an AML plan. <laughs> please have that. Yes. Just because they might ask you. Uh, actually, banks ask now. Oh, they're... Yeah, they, listen, they our, sure they even our own local bank that we've had a relationship for 20 years with, I mean, oh, yeah. they're- They have to. They're I mean, required they're, federally to have it. And I'm going to tell you, spoiler alert, it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, so, put one together and yeah, you know, don't chintz on it. No, no, Just, no. And follow the rules. No. Yeah. Follow the rules. Follow the rules, it, though, is not enough. You have to follow the rules and do jump through all the hoops. Yeah. Because if you're not- if you don't have the AML plan and you're not laundering money, you're still breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So, yeah. you know, yeah. Put it together and the groups will help you. Yeah. That's the, that's the purpose of the groups is to provide us too with information. There's dealer groups like the ANA, um, really fun. And some of the larger clubs like, um, uh, central States and stuff are really a lot dealer groups, but, um, they all cater to collectors, right? Um, but they have, they all have good information to help you either locally or nationally, depending on the group and the organization. Cool. Yeah. So, um, there was some, so I guess there were some thefts, some security at issues yeah. at the show. Um, I, I don't want to go into great detail because I kind of skimmed, I, I you know, because it's a lot of it's your same, like, oh, someone stole a gold eagle or they think somebody stole a note. Yep. A uh, 500, $500 note was, was, yep. was taken. Um, um, there was a, 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 a larger deal that was the whole showcase was supposedly right. taken. Taken? Or yeah. Is that right. the way? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, it's even just like in our own store, you know, it's yeah. like, you just, you never take your eyes off the product, right? right. Sure. You well, just, we take it security very serious. Yeah. We I take mean, more, more, the store is more secure than any other coin shop I've ever been. Yeah. And all yeah. the guys know too, if you put down a, you, you know, someone has to see a bin, you take out 20 coins out of the bin, you show those 20 coins, you know, you know what you're putting out, you know what you're getting back. And uh, yeah. you don't have to worry about yeah. yeah, we don't sit people down with all of our raw boxes unless. Well, to touch on that security too is that you know, we're we are, if if I can say, we're progressive. We're the most progressive in our security. Yeah, trying to figure out 
how to stay, you know, two or three steps ahead. Yeah. Right. And that's um, something that we will get into the next episode. I think we'll, we're going to gather more information about some of these, you know, happenings at the, at the ANA, some of these unfortunate, you know, thefts, you know, which do happen, unfortunately. I mean, they're yeah. part of the business, but you just can't turn your back yeah. on stuff unless you're. Yeah. Cause all it takes is that, that second. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah unfortunately seconds, you turn around and go grab something. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, we are actually, we're going to bring on, um, we're going to bring on our security specialist and a guy that we've hired in house. Um, uh, Kelso. Kelso. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I yeah. wasn't going to put his name out there, but yeah, we'll put his name out there. Kelso. Yeah. Um, and um, we're going to talk about security and that's going to be, you know, the next segment um, is, is security is, is not just at the shows, but also more importantly, the shop, um, you know, how to, how to protect your customers to, um, you know, when to walk a customer out, you know, when to make sure, um, you know, there's just certain nuances that people really, really appreciate. Yeah. And when you go that extra mile, um, man, people in, in this day and age, people want to feel safe more than yeah. anything. Yeah. Right. And when you're bringing your kids into a coin shop and you've got your two sons or your daughter or whatever, I mean, man, yeah. you want to come into a, into an environment that's safe yeah. and you want to make sure that they feel comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. right? It's, and, and that's, you know, one thing that we've always prided ourselves in doing, and and that's something that we spare no expense in, and that's security. Um, So no, that's, that's a great point. That's something that I think that, I mean, something that we're going to definitely talk into, talk about next, uh, um, next episode. We wanted to really just kind of get together and have like a kind of post ANA, um, you know, now that, you know, I, I think it's safe to say, and I can say that Danny is now officially part of U.S. Coins. He is the vice president of U.S. Coins LP, which is Kenny's company, Kenny Senior's company. So he's, you know, the big dog. And uh, we're happy to have him because it's going to be such a huge uh relief and a huge step for us in growing yeah. our businesses, somebody that we can lean on. Um so anyway, we're super excited about that. Not only is he the um, reigning fantasy football champion, but he is also one of uh, a few one of, coins. Yeah, he is. He is, he he is. is also uh, one of the top hundred most influential people. So yeah. um, now we've got two in the same building. Yeah, and uh, that's awesome. So yeah, it is. We're yeah, pumped. Is. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're yeah. pumped. And. Um, Man, you know, stoked about that award. Yeah, I don't. You know, the award was special. Thanks to Ralph Ross. Well, and uh, and the A Day. Are are you talking about the A Day award or my championship? The presidential (laughs) presidential award. I'm talking about the presidential award. I thought that was really cool, but I thought it we would be remiss if we didn't we didn't give one shout out. Maybe give a couple minutes to our uncle John, who uh, who who went to the schools and spoke to the children. Yeah, he did. And he can't. You know, he was giving away the the standing. I'm not the standing Liberty quarters, but the well those. But he was also the state quarters. quarters. State quarters. quarters. Yeah, Yeah. you know, he was always giving out the state quarters to the kids that came in to help build. Yeah. So I mean, I would say a lot of that award, you know, yeah, we'll we'll take a little credit, but we'll take like twenty five percent of credit. I think seventy five percent of the hard work was done way before, yeah, you know, we course. took the store over. Yeah. So we don't want to. We want to make sure we put that out there. I don't want to take anything or take any type of kudos for something that you know wasn't right. completely. And ultimately, your father's longstanding 
30 plus years of commitment to the ANA yeah, is the backbone to all of it. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. No. Without a doubt. No. He is You know, and Ralph recognizes the importance of the clubs and you know our contributions to them. Yeah. That's where that stems from. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, yeah. I think this was a good just quick post ANA catch up. I you know, I don't think we had anything long or drawn out to talk about. I think um I, I know for sure that the security is something that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily a revenue stream, so it's going to kind of go off the path a little bit about a revenue stream series, but I do think it fits in well with CoinShop 101 or CoinShop 102 is just to know when, you know, to spend money on security. What's a smart buy? What's, you know, yeah. you know, cameras are great, yeah. you know, cameras, but, but only no, help you if you catch but They don't help yeah. the environment of the, of the shop. No, too. cameras, they don't, they don't make the, the, customers feel i believe that cameras are it's time it's time to think a little bit in yeah. the future here yeah. um cameras are great but like you said unless you catch them you know you're not catching like license plates you're really not catching faces you're just basically watching someone smash the crap out of your stuff and steal it you know yeah. i mean it's just if that's what you want to watch then right. yeah. we're we're a little bit more we don't want anything to happen. Yeah. Safety you know? for the employees, safety for the yeah. customers. And there's going to be some right. things that we'll be able to talk about. And there's some stuff that we won't be able to talk about, but, right. but, but we're going to have Kelso on here. Um, and he has traveled to a couple coin shows with us yep. to kind of give the lay of land and kind of, you know, from a security perspective, some things that he's seen that he's helped us with to keep um, us from ever missing coins um, or yeah. from, you know, from people maybe, you know, taking or swiping or, you know, you mm -hmm. know, palming a $20 gold piece as you're looking through, a, you know, because sometimes mm -hmm. you might have some out there. Yeah. It's easy to palm one, you know, if, if you're, if you really know what you're doing. Right. So um, we'll have him on. Yeah. Uh, he'll be on the next show. So we're excited about that. Yeah. Definitely excited to have uncle Danny here. Yep. Um, bam. Dan. Um, it's, I mean, when I say like, um, well, anyway, I don't want to get too bad, but when I say it's freaking awesome, like it was the best news I, I think I've heard since yeah. it's just, I know we're going nowhere but up now. Yeah. You know, it gives everybody, it gives every, it makes everybody better. It makes yeah. every single employee better. And yeah. when you can do that to your team, when you can hire an ad like that to your team, <laughs> it just... Yeah. It doesn't come around every day. And there's not anybody else that I could think of that could have done that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. he'd been my number one draft choice. So, hey, yeah. Bam. Yeah. All right. So, anyway, guys, thank you very much for tuning in. This was our post ANA catch up, um, fill in, whatever you want to call it. Um, it was a little bit impromptu. Um, Danny filled in at the last second. So, I uh, just want to thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Coin Shop Podcast with your host, Kenny and Matthew Duncan. For more information, please check out uscoinsandjewelry.com. And please join us again soon for another edition of the Coin Shop Podcast.